The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome back to Circle Time. How are we doing? I hope that you're doing well. Whenever you're listening to this, we have a very exciting episode today. A guest I'm very excited to have on, and I'm going to give her the honor of introducing herself. Because she didn't prepare. I'm kidding. She didn't prepare. No, because I always get so nervous. Yeah. Like before we we just did an episode together. My podcast. Yes, which you don't even know who the guest is yet. So this is all a mystery. But before like we started recording, you asked like how you say your name and stuff. I just I just get so nervous before that I'm going to mess something up. So I'm like, I'm going to let the person do it themselves. And also, if you're in an actual circle time, the kids go around in school and like say their own names. So it only oh, feels right. You know, I love that. I guess I didn't put two and two together. Yeah. Of the circle time. You're such a teacher. I it just stays with you. Oh, yeah. It's it's ingrained. That's so funny. I like the whole yesterday I was actually at an event and to make everyone talk. I was like, okay, let's go around the table and say a cool thing about us. That's fun. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm going to have you do that in a second after you tell the circlers your name. Hi, everyone. I'm Violet Benson. Sometimes I go by Violetta. Sometimes I go by Violet. Depends how I feel. No. Today I feel. I don't know. Which are there different? Are there like alter Violetta egos? Yeah, is just the classier European Ooh. who I want to be. Okay, she wears silk dresses and she yeah. goes to fancy dinners. And I'm Violetta, and you're like, whoa, you don't even need. You're like, it's a Madonna. You don't need a last name, right? No, very true. Viola Benson, it's me. Okay, like I didn't shower this morning. <laughs> okay, so I put extra perfume on. Yeah, that's Viola Benson. You do smell really good. I told you that Thank right you. when you came in. <laughs> Thank you so much. You don't even need to shower. No, which is Thank kind you. of like Violetta of you. Did not have to <laughs> that shower is so Violetta and still me. smell good. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty Violetta. Of me. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so I'm Violetta Benson. I ha- I'm mostly known for daddy issues. From my dad and also my Instagram account called Daddy Issues. I also have, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also have a trademarked Daddy Issues, which do people, you? Yeah, that's not everyone awesome. knows. Awesome. That's right. So, Wait, okay, girl. Daddy boss. Issues is trademarked. That's awesome. I it's a meme account mostly for women, and then after that, I created my personal brand, and then from that, I also created my podcast, which is called Almost Adulting. Mm-hmm. It used to be called Too Tired to Be Crazy. Then I changed the name to Almost Adulting mm-hmm. this past year or maybe last year. I don't actually, my memory is so bad. It's One okay. of the years. One of a year. One of the years One I the changed years it. It got changed. Maybe this year. Maybe. And it's about mental health and I have a lot of solo episodes and then sometimes I have guests as well. And I was one of those guests. Yes. So make sure you go you listen. You should go listen. Okay, well, what was your question that you asked everybody at the table? What's something cool about them? I said, I think I said something cool about them. Yeah. What's something cool about you? Well, you you just named a lot of things that were well, cool about I you, actually. Well, I thought it was cool about me. But then afterwards, I guess I have two cool things. First, I, I said the cool thing about me that I thought was kind of cool and different, that I'm deaf in my left ear. That's so interesting. Which, have you always been? Yes. Yeah, since I was really young, I I only found out when... My sister was answering a house phone. Yeah. And she moved the phone from her right ear to her left ear. Yeah. And I was so confused. I'm like, how? I was watching her so confused. I'm thinking, how is she doing that? How is okay. she able, How is she's able? And I just assumed because her and I both right-handed. Right. That everything was better on the right side. Including your hearing. Okay. It just, that's how I process yeah. it. And I just assumed. That makes sense. Yeah. So that was, a, that's when I found out that other people can hear the same on yeah. both ears. Yeah. And it's not a right side. Oh my God. Better. How old were you? When I saw my sister, let's see. I must've been 14. Oh my God. Yeah. Wow. Did you like have did you change anything after that? No, my mom actually recently was irritated with me that I didn't tell her when I was younger. She said we could have done something about it. We could have helped you, you know, because it you become more and more deaf as you get older. Okay. so 
I'm legally deaf and I think now I'm, I'm like maybe 10% I can hear in my yeah. left ear. So yeah. I'm sure when I was younger, I could hear better. Mm -hmm. But it just never was an issue for me right. growing up. I, I didn't mind. Yeah. Because I have at least one good ear. And has it like, what about now? It only affected me during the pandemic. It was the first time where it got uncomfortable to have bad hearing because normally I could look at people's lips. Right. So that people, totally makes sense. So people are speaking to me. Mm -hmm, I can mm -hmm. look at their lips and I can read their lips to understand what people were saying. Right. And now they had masks on. Yeah. And a lot tough. of times they're speaking lower. Right. And I always felt it started to make me feel embarrassed or uncomfortable to ask because even if you say, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm I'm deaf in my left ear. Mm -hmm. Sometimes people say, oh, I'm a little deaf. They're like, oh, yeah, I'm so blind. They don't realize that right, you're Right, 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 right. So then it started to get uncomfortable, especially if somebody is speaking to me and they have an accent, then I would feel even worse. I mean, I, I have, I mean, I'm foreign, but then I would feel even worse because I'm thinking, oh my God, what if they think I'm shaming them for their accent? Right. And that's why I can't understand or hear them. So yeah. that started to make me really uncomfortable that I just kind of stopped going places because I just oh. couldn't hear anyone. And I started to feel really embarrassed that I yeah. couldn't. Yeah. That's so, so tough. Yeah. That, that got weird. It was the first time where it bothered me to not be able to hear my left ear. Right. Yeah. Wow. That completely makes sense. That's so interesting. Right. That you Thank lived you. so long. It didn't not, bother me before. Yeah, it was never yeah. an issue. Well, because it's, I think it's like you didn't know there was an alternative. Yeah. And so you like just assumed that. Right. Because if you, you, if you grow up without having something, you never really know what you're missing. Exactly. It's different if I always, but you know what? Now I think because I'm deaf in my left ear, mm -hmm. I appreciate music and art so much better because mm -hmm. I love music. Yeah. And it's really cool when I, when, like, when I go to concerts, it's one of my favorite things yeah. because to me, I feel like it's the first time I'm able to hear the way everyone else is hearing the music. Yeah. And I just feel so, I just want to, fuck, I forgot the word, but I just want to put myself in the music. I just feel it through my whole body. Yeah, be and immersed. I'm like, Im yeah, immersed in the music. Yeah. And I'm thinking, and I always think, oh, this must be what everyone else feels like all the time when they're listening to music. Wow. So, <laughs> What's your favorite kind of music? Well, I'm always switching. I feel like I always listen to breakup music. I love sad music. Me too. I am listening to sad music constantly. Like, you would not know that I'm married. <laughs> Yeah, like by my liked songs on Spotify, it's like the saddest shit you'll ever hear. I just love the sound. It's just calming. It's nice. And also like the lyrics. I'm like, yes, exactly. You're saying something, you know. But right now, my favorite type of music yeah. is instrumental. OK, so like Yuruma, which people wouldn't know by the name. But right. it's basically if you've ever seen Twilight. The piano music. Oh, that's interesting. Him. Okay. So then there's various versions of that song. Yeah. And one of them is he did a duet and the lady plays the cello. Okay. And the cello sound. It just, I just love sounds. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes yeah. it just hits differently in my ears. Yeah. And I love to no, that listen totally to those makes sounds. Sense. So like on my, when I was just, because I got home this morning from Vegas and right. in a car ride. Right. So in my driver, I had him just play piano and violin and those type of sounds because they're just so calming. That's amazing. Yeah. Would you ever learn how to play the piano? Well, actually, when I was younger, I played the violin okay. for two years. Okay. And I recently said, Mom, mother, do you remember when I played the violin? Mm -hmm. And she said, oh, my God, you were so terrible. I was so happy when you quit. <laughs> and I was like, OK, cool. How many times do you think that like like we've done something and like showcased it to our parents and they've <laughs> had to be like, awesome. And then they're like, that was the worst fucking thing I've ever seen. Probably so many times because I was in a talent show. Yeah. Playing the violin yeah. while singing Celine Dion song. Yeah. And I'm both not a singer or a violin player, apparently. Right. <laughs> so the fact that they allowed me to enter right. a contest. I know, but it's like, but then if they didn't, like that would have been right. even worse almost. Like, like you have to like, they have to like support your but violin playing is very hard. It's one of the hardest it things is. to learn. And yeah. I was just like, what song? I think I was singing the Titanic song. My Heart Will Go On or is that yes. the song? Your Whatever heart it will, is. Your Heart, My Heart. That one it while playing the violin. Where that song? How insane is that? I mean, that's kind of amazing. The confidence I had to have as it's, a child. It's bold. 
I but w- it's great. I did that and I was also doing a dance. Not at the same time. Oh my God, I was going to say. I also hell? entered with two other girls to do a dance routine. Okay, what kind we won of dance? second place for that. Oh my that. God. Yeah. What was it too? What song? I don't remember. I mean, I must have been like seven or eight. Yeah, I remember being like six and there was a talent show and someone pitched that we do a dance to like like a Christina Aguilera song or something. Dirty? Kidding. <laughs> no, it was like an inappropriate, like it was okay. like not a song like six-year-olds should be dancing to. Right. And I remember my mom being like, no, you're not going to dance on stage yeah. to that. And I was like, hell, you never let me have any fun. But now I'm like, Oh, she probably is. No, it's right. funny as an adult when you listen to some of the songs, like even the Spice Girls, and oh you're my like, God. oh, this is what it was yeah, about. Yeah. Everything I listened to, like, and I, because I, I was watching a lot of home videos recently, and I just like see myself singing these songs, and I'm like, you don't even know what you're saying. That is so funny. It's, it's crazy. Okay, I am very excited about our next sponsor. It's one of my recent favorite clothing brands that I've found, which is Marine Layer. I feel like I have really just been living in their stuff recently because all I want to do is be cozy and comfortable and it is all so soft and cozy and it's all I want to wear. I am obsessed with my Marine Layer sweaters and my sweats and my jackets, my zip ups and the trench coat that I got from them is just amazing. Cody also loves Marine Layer. He has a few t-shirts that I he you would recognize if you saw them. They are very top rotation for him. Everything is just so comfortable, but also really good quality. It's the perfect place to shop right now for some new pieces for winter or to give us gifts to your loved ones, whatever it is. They have something every person in your life would love. So it's a good place to knock out all of your shopping or at least a lot of it. There's so many cozy sweaters, beanies, flannels, fun socks. There's even ski bags and weekender bags. There's coats, like I mentioned, the trench coat and so much more. Just make sure to order by December 18th to get items by Christmas. I am currently obsessed with their new winter archive collection because it's vintage, full of bright colors, fun color blocked puffer vests, oversized winter sweaters and quarter zips. I just, I want every single piece. It's all stuff I love. They also have free shipping and returns for an entire year with no questions asked. So you don't need to worry about getting someone the wrong size, color, anything like that. You have a whole year for returns. It's just amazing. I think we can all admit that great gifts can be hard to find. So look no further than Marine Layer. For a limited time, get 15% off at marinelayer.com slash circle time 15. That's marinelayer.com slash circle time 15 for 15% off your entire order. Saving your closet one shirt at a time. What was the other cool thing? You said okay, you had two. Okay, the other cool thing is I randomly bl- blurted out and then people were like, oh my God, that's crazy. And I realized that for me, it feels so normal, but it's not as normal to other Americans. Okay. That my family and I won the green card lottery. Oh, that's so crazy. That's how I'm an American citizen. That's cool. Yeah, to, to people. To me, it feels so normal. And I've right. met other people who have won the green card lottery. right. But I can see how it's not as common. Right. Okay. Well, can I hear like more about that? When did you come out here? When I was 14. Oh, 14 was a big year for you. Yeah. That's the year I learned <laughs> that I was deaf and the year I yeah. came. Because when, when I came here, my sister and I had to share a room. Okay. Uh, when we first moved to the States. And that's when I was just, you know, around her a lot. And right. I was watching her. And that's right. when I saw Makes her pick sense. up the phone. Right. But yeah, I moved when I was 14. We won the green card lottery because for my bat mitzvah, mm-hmm. which is, are you 12, 12, 13, I think. 13, right? I don't know. You're a teenage. I think it's 13. It's either 12 or 13. It's, it's different for two. boys and girls. So I forget one. Yeah. It's like for boys, 12 and 13, one of them, the boy gets one of them, the girl gets. Oh. I don't recall. Okay. Which maybe, one? I don't know. I have such a bad memory. Yeah. One of those years. Yep. For my mitzvah because i'm jewish yes. i wanted to go to i wanted to go to new york and i've never been okay so i thought it'd be really cool and when we went to new york i guess my far uncle or something told my dad why don't you just apply for it and yeah he goes, what are the odds it's so silly and he said come on just who cares just do it and i was born in russia okay but when you apply, there's only specific countries that you can apply for a green card in the united states mm-hmm. russia is not one of them okay clearly for many reasons, including right now. So there just there just wasn't yeah. on the list. And I don't think even I was growing up, I was living in Israel and I don't think Israel was on the list either. So okay. we applied through my mom's 
birth, which is she was born in Belarus. Okay. So we applied through Belarus because that they were accepting that at the time. Wow. And my dad's never done it and he was fine. He was like, whatever, I'll just apply. And then a year later, there was a ring and I picked up and they were speaking English. They were speaking American. And they asked for my parents and I gave the phone. And that's when we found out we won. That's and crazy. My parents, that's why they always called me their little lucky charm. You are. <laughs> Thanks. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. And then you moved. Where did you move to? Straight to Los Angeles. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you've always been here? Since I was 14. Yeah. Like since you moved to the States. Yeah. As it has it always it been? It was definitely an adjustment to learn the language. Yeah. I'm so curious what that was like. To adjust to the kids. Can you talk about it a little bit? I'm so curious. How was... I want to hear about the language <laughs> and I want to hear about like the differences between like... Okay, I'm going to tell you differences. Well, first of all, I've always had a thing where I lack social cues. So I say that people don't, they think, again, it's like when you say, oh, I'm deaf. I'm like, oh, I'm blind too. So I genuinely do. A lot of times I just can't read people's face expressions, how they're feeling. Yeah. Which now in the work that I do is easier for me. Yeah. Because I can just be myself and I don't care if the person next to me hates me. Right. Because, you know. By the way, if someone doesn't like me, it sounds like a them problem, not a me problem. It's true. <laughs> Don't care. Right. But when I was younger, lacking social skills is probably not the best because you can't read the kids if they are getting annoyed with you. And because right. my English wasn't right yet. Yeah. I remember the first day. Okay. So I had to join in the last month of eighth grade. So I was coming in for ninth oh, grade. Wow. That's tough. Eighth grade was still around. Yeah. So I was like, I had to just go into the school for the last for just a, like two, three weeks. That's not easy. Well, it's fine. I It's whatever. Like, I don't think I cared that much. I was like, OK, whatever. Let's yeah. try it out. And I moved to the Valley. So oh my gosh, we I lived, lived in the Valley, too. I went to middle school in Canoga Park. So yeah. obviously there's a lot of different cultures there. Yes. I haven't learned about the cultures yet because I'm I. I was born in Russia right. and I lived in Israel in a, in a small town. Yeah. I think when people think of Israel, they think of like Tel Aviv. Right. I lived in a small town next to Haifa. Okay. So pretty small town, closed. Yeah. Anyway, I came to my first day, eighth grade. Yeah. And first I had to take some exams in order to be placed in different classes. Okay. Right away, my father made sure I was placed in ESL. And I was like, dad, I don't need ESL, but he made sure. To, and now I'm thankful because I definitely needed to be in ESL. Okay. So I sat down and I was taking an exam and this girl was talking and I don't know a lot of the different English words. So I needed her to be a little more quiet mm-hmm. because I'm taking an exam and I can't concentrate. Right. So I said, hey, can you please shut up? Thanks. <laughs> Which I thought meant, can you please be quiet? Totally. Shut up, be quiet, two separate things. Yeah. It could be taken as like, yeah, harsh. Jackie was in a gang. So she felt that I disrespected her. Oh, no. I didn't know this because no. I said, okay, thank you. And yeah. I went back to writing. Right. It may have came off maybe snarky to someone else. I was just being Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So after I guess a lunch, people kept coming up to me and they said, did you fight Jackie? Did you and Jackie fight? Yeah. And I said, who is Jackie? Yeah. I don't speak. Eng- what? Yeah. <laughs> what are you talking yeah. about? With a Russian accent, although I did Israeli accent. So then apparently what happened was Jackie at lunch, someone told me the next day came behind me to punch me in the back of my head. Oh, my God. Basically, I'm standing at lunch. I'm looking at the clouds because I'm so in my own world. I'm thinking, oh, the clouds are so pretty today. Okay. She came behind me, I guess, to punch me. This guy stops her and he goes, Jackie, come on, you know better. You're going to get expelled. This is the last time. And then they were arguing behind me. What? Of course, I'm deaf. So I can't even. Apparently, that's why I didn't pay attention. I didn't know. This is wild. It happened behind me. So that was my first day. He's your hero. Yeah. That's when I found out that he stopped him. her from yeah. punching me in the... I mean, also, didn't this come from the front. It's a cheap shot. It's a cheap shot. From the back. Back of the head. She. We could have been fair. friends. Like, if she yeah. just got to know me, I'm sure we had something in common. I bet you did. Aside from that being my first day, something else happened during that day. It was like my first day in American school. Yeah. Where I grew up, we had... In other countries, including my country, you have a different schedule every single day in school. Okay. In America, it's the same schedule every day, which is so weird to me, even yeah. thinking about it now. And you have gym. Mm-hmm. So in other countries, my country, or when where I come from, when you had gym, it was like two days of the week you had gym, you dressed in your gym clothes. Right. 
in America, you change in front of other people. Yeah. It's on. I've never done that. I've so, actually, my school was a little bit different. Like we didn't have to change in front of other people, oh, but I actually, and I'm really thankful for that because I'm so shy when it comes to that sort of thing that I think I would have really struggled. Well, so after the Jackie incident, after yeah. lunch, when she tried to punch me and I, I didn't notice. So I no didn't idea. Know. So I'm thinking yeah. I'm having a good day. Best day. So then I told we, some girl to shut up. I took a couple of tests. I smiled I at a girl, lunch. asked her politely to be yeah. quiet. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I made a friend. <laughs> I made a friend. Yeah. So then I, or it must have been maybe in that same morning. Then I go to the gym class. Yeah. So we have to change. Right. The girl next to me is Asian. And where I grew up, there were no Asian people. I went one time to uh, a business for we went to China with my dad for his work. Okay. So that was the first time I saw Chinese people. Okay. And I was just like, those are the most beautiful people I've ever seen. Yeah. Like anyone in the Asian culture to me was so beautiful because I didn't grow up around it. Yeah. So the girl next to me, I don't remember what nationality, what ethnicity she was, but I recall she was Asian. I remember I just looked at her face and I was just like, whoa, without realizing because my lack of social cues. So I just, while she's changing, I just go, oh, and I'm yeah. just looking at her face and she goes, Yo, what the fuck are you looking at? And I go, oh my God, I just think you're like so beautiful. You're just so pretty. And she goes, yo, are you gay or something? And I go, no, oh my God, I'm sorry. She goes, don't look at me again. I'm sorry. And like an um, idiot. And then she was just like, she told me she's going to beat me up if I look at her again. Again, what is up with these people and like throwing hands? Yeah. More hugs, less fighting. More hugs, less fighting for sure. So then after that, Oh, yeah, I remember after that at lunch, after the Jackie almost punched me, then I'm walking in the hallway and I see the girl and her friends and I see her talking and then looking at me. And then I see her looking at me and I and I smile and I wave and I go oh. right. and I wave. Then she goes, yo, that's that lesbian I was talking about. And then everyone in the hallway turned around, looked at me and I was like, oh, my God, OK, that's not a friend either. Wow. <laughs> and I just turned around. Wow. And that was my first day in American school. Holy shit. That's nuts. Pretty eventful. It's just you just you, you went through a lot. I don't like, recall anymore if it bothered me at all or not. I think it took me a while to process me not fitting in and then trying to fit in. But I think at first it was more me trying to I was learning about yeah. other people like, yeah. OK, this is such a new environment. So it was me just being super innocent and right. then learning right. about the fact that I'm just not adjusting yet. Yeah. I mean, it takes it takes a second for sure. OK, one of my very favorite purchases that I made this year was my Beast Health Blender. I absolutely love this thing. I'm really trying to focus on what I'm putting into my body, especially while being pregnant. And I found that making smoothies has been a really easy way for me to get the nutrition I need. And it was even before I was pregnant too. I just love, I think smoothies are the best. And my Beast Health Blender has made it so, so easy. It is the perfect tool to make quick, healthy, and delicious smoothies and so many other things. I've made salad dressings in there. I'm going to make baby food in there eventually. And Cody loves using it to make desserts. He's used it many times. The Beast Blender has a 1000 watt motor that crushes ingredients and makes them so smooth. You know, if you watch any of my vlogs, you know, I don't love a chunk in a smoothie. I really don't. I'm sensitive to a lot of food textures and I just like don't like chunks. Okay. And that has never happened with this blender, which is really one of the reasons why I love it so much. Another one is the fact that it's just so cute. I think it looks really nice. It's It comes with a stainless steel bottle and straw cap that doubles as a standalone insulated water bottle that I've also been loving. And everything that they make is just amazing. All Beast products are available at thebeast.com and the Beast Blender is also available at Costco. So visit thebeast.com to shop and for a limited time, take up to 25% off site-wide plus free shipping on all blenders, no code necessary. That's T-H-E-B-E-A-S-T.com for up to 25% off site-wide. What about like clothes culture like like stuff that you were into like were you into the same things as like the people like I mean I was just trying to survive every day I don't think I was like oh my god what's the hottest fashion no, I know no, no, I know but I'm, I'm more just mean like were you like 
who I'm trying to think of like some like a someone who I would have like listened to in eighth grade or like a, like a music like a like the, how the Spice Girls would have been like were like were you on the same page as people about like what's happening like culturally or did you have like no. different tastes and you were well, trying to I've never cared about pop culture or celebrity news yeah it's never been my thing I never understood how people can be obsessed with another person that you've never met okay so it's it was so far off for me. So I've never been into that stuff. I right. was always just more trying to fit in eventually. Yeah. And I also, when we moved to the US, my parents lost a lot of their money. So I grew up pretty poor. So for me, it was more, you know, there was, I remember there was a Burger King ac- across from our house. So we were just always eating a Burger King. And yeah. to me, it seemed really normal yeah. to just have Burger King. Or when we were shopping for clothes, I was shopping at Sears. Right. So of course, eventually you go to school and then you get like bullied or made fun of because you're wearing, you know, not the nicest clothes. But right. as a kid, at first you, you're not aware. So yeah. I wasn't thinking of fashion. Eventually I was like, oh, it would be so cool if I could get a Hollister yeah. skirt. Yeah. Right. And by the time I finally got a Hollister skirt, everyone's wearing Abercrombie, which right. is more expensive. And the time I'm like, okay, if I can just get that one Abercrombie shirt that I can right, wear every right, day, right. then some people are have a coach bag. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. I'm yeah. Like, I have a Dooney no. and Burke bag. Yeah. No, I know. So I'm like, okay, if I can just get that coach yeah. bag, you get a yeah. coach bag that's on sale. Now everyone else has apparently Gucci or whatever. And you're like, okay, well, now I just have to sell a leg. Right. To get right. <laughs> Gucci. And that's kind of like never ending. Like, I feel like that's just like how the world. World, like how it is now even like things are so ever-changing yeah. and like that's why it's just so much easier to like do the stuff that you like and not yeah. try to fit in with other people but especially when you're in high school and in a new country and you just like want to fit in it's like just yeah. not easy I think I've always been a positive person so I've always tried to make the most of it so I think even as a child without realizing it was very important for me I think because my sister is such a good communicator. Yeah. And she's so good at expressing her feelings in the moment. Like, you know, the way you are, where you feel something, you want to talk about it. Yeah. My sister's that way as well. So she never hid any of her feelings. So she was upset when we moved to the U.S. She didn't want to be here. She expressed it. So is she older? Older. Okay. So I and because I'm not as expressive as her with my emotions takes me a while. Mm -hmm. You know, watching her, I think as a child, I thought, okay, it's already really hard for my parents to be here already. Yeah. And my sister's already so expressive that she hates it here. Right. So I don't think I felt like there was space for me to then express Express. my feelings. Right. So then I think I constantly tried to do the opposite where I remember in ninth grade, like at first I didn't have friends. So I would just eat by myself in the bathroom, which was fine. But then I would come home and be like, oh my God, I have so many friends. I'm having so much fun. Just so like my parents can feel, you know, like better. Because my sister was already like, I can't believe I'm here. I hate you guys so much. Right, right. You were trying to like diffuse. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that forced me in a way, it taught me to just always try to have a more positive outlook. And Mm -hmm. I always knew that if I wanted to change things, even as a child, it was up to me. Yeah. So eventually when I got tired of, being a, a loner or bullied, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, then I'll change it. And then I figured out and I was like, okay, I'm going to make a list of the people I want to be friends with. I'm going to make a list and I'm going to figure out what to do. And I remember I was like, okay, I'll, I just have to hang out with this one group and then eventually I'll get to know this other group. And and then I started and I remember I came up to this one girl who was, in, I forget which class we were in. And I came behind her and I said, hey, can I hang out with you and your friends at lunch? And she said, what? That's, oh my God, that's like so weird. And I go, listen, I'm foreign and I have no friends and it would be really weird of you if you said no. Like, it's kind of mean, don't you think? She goes, what? And I go, listen, you don't have to talk to me. Just let me stand with you in your group. And she's impressive. (laughs) Thanks. You should have been a lawyer. (laughs) I know. So she allowed me to do that. Yeah. And then I just hung out with her in order to then get to know this other girl I wanted to be friends with. Right, right. So it was more my... I think I've always had more survival skills. Yeah. So I've always tried to adapt by just trying to survive. So that's why I've never sat around being like, oh my God, who's the next pop star? I don't, I'm like just trying to survive in an American school. Totally. No, that completely makes sense. How, and then, so like when you started, when you started like trying to, you know, when you were like, be my friend and you were making those changes, how was the rest of like your school experience after that? Well, a year later I became popular. Okay. But once I became popular, I don't think I I was still in a high school. So I also had to be friends with the people that bullied me in ninth grade and pretend that I forgot about it. Yeah. Like this one guy, 
And my bullies, a lot of them were like sometimes the guys who I didn't want to date in ninth grade because I didn't speak English yet. Ew. Right. And then this one guy, I remember in like junior or senior year, he was, <laughs> remember that? Remember when I used to call you Shrek? And I was like, oh, that's so funny. Yeah, you're like, mm, uh-huh, of course. That's so funny. Yeah. yeah. Of course I remember. You used to, yeah. I cried myself to <laughs> yeah, sleep yeah. over that. Thank you right, for reminding me. Right. It's not, and it's like not funny. Yeah. So for me, it was more, again, survival skills. So I already knew after high school, I wasn't going to be friends with half those people. Yeah. I just was trying to not get bullied in school. Right. That was my outlook. And then, yeah, that's just how I've always been. Yeah. I mean, good for you. Like the fact that you like just found your, like, just, I, I just, I used to be really, really shy and like, would never have put myself out there in that sense and like done that. So I just think it's amazing that how you kind of like took control of the situation. Yeah, I th- I don't think I, I also did that in middle school in Israel. When yeah. I wasn't popular and I was getting bullied. I was, I made a list and I was like, okay, these are the people I need to hang out with in order to not be bullied. So again, so I think it was, I don't think I was realizing what I was doing as a child. It was yeah. just me trying to survive. So I've always been that way. But I do remember when I started to feel some, of course, everyone experiences anxiety. And then when I started to feel some anxiety, I was like, okay, it's time for me to, I think I was always forcing myself to quote unquote, to suck it up. So I think in a way it wasn't always great because I wasn't allowing myself to feel my emotions or to feel sorry for myself because it's okay sometimes. You're having a bad day. Right. Acknowledge it. Feel right. those. Right. Instead, I'm always like, I need to, everything's okay. I need to be okay. Yeah. And, you Power know, through. Like, yeah. Bro, you're a child. Relax. So right. I remember even in high school, I'm like, okay, I get some anxiety sometimes. Okay. It's time for me to do better. So then I started going to parties by myself. Okay. In order to force myself to not have social anxiety and to force myself to talk to new people. Wow. So in high school, I already started doing that. Like all high school parties, I would just go alone. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> so well, it it's just, me. it's amazing like that you... Instead of like, because I, I do agree, like, oh, you should always feel the things that might be scary to feel. But at the same time, like the fact that you were able to like see something that you didn't like and wanted to change it and and actually made the moves to do that, mm-hmm. especially at such a young age is is amazing. You know, I think I think the, the funny thing is that the grass always seems greener on the other side. So I'm sure... People who are listening, they may think, wow, that's so amazing that as a child you got to do that. But I think what's funny to me and the cool thing to me is that as an adult, yeah, I started I started to learn how to do not the opposite, but to give myself more grace. So yeah. as an adult is when I'm actually kinder to myself. Yeah. And I've, you know, been kinder to my inner child. Yeah. And been giving myself all the pep talks and allowing myself to have those bad days that I didn't as a child. Because now I'm like why are you acting like every day is survival day? Right. <laughs> like, relax. Right, right. So I think that's what's so cool that now as a grown up, yeah. I give myself all those moments that I didn't give myself as a kid because I was always on edge. Of, yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's nice that you like can give yourself that now. And yeah. I think a lot of times, like I, I never want someone listening. Like I just, I think someone might think like, oh, it's too late to change those things about me or this is just who I am and I don't do that I don't allow myself to have that kind of stuff but like I don't like there's it's never too late to heal that inner child and work through those things and let yourself like breathe for a second instead of always being on edge and like trying to protect yourself allowing to like have the world kind of touch you in the same Mm -hmm. way like you know it it's really helpful And I think it's also sweet when you look back at your old memories, because when I share these stories or think about them, I I feel so proud of my younger self. I'm like, oh, my God, because, you know, because like you when you talk to my podcast, when you feel like you're going through something really bad in this moment, it feels like you will never be okay. And then when you look back, it doesn't seem as bad. And you you survived it. Yes. So I think it's the same thing. Like looking back now as a child, I'm just thinking. I want to give her a hug half of the time. I'm just like, wow. Yeah. I'm so proud of myself how brave I was half of the time yeah. when I would just do things. Yeah. No matter how many times I fail, that's another thing people don't realize. It's not like I became popular overnight or whenever I spoke up, everyone always loved when I spoke up. No, of course, I've had many moments where 
people were not that kind to me. Or right. they were, but I just got through it because it's, it never actually bothered me yeah. what people thought about me. Right. It was more a means to an end to not be bullied. Right. But I never actually sat there and I was like, I just want this person to like me. I never, I never gave a shit about that and I still don't. Yeah. Which is, I do like that characteristic about myself. Yeah, especially now being like, we, we kind of talked about this on your podcast, but just being like on the internet and having the opinions of so many other people so easily accessible and so easily you can just see what everybody thinks about you all the time. Mm. It's not always easy. Yeah, that definitely gets to me sometimes for sure. Yeah, and I think that's that's like that's okay. Like I think a lot of times it's like, hard to admit that like it's because you, you think about things logically and you're like this person doesn't know me they don't know this this and this but then it's like it is it's okay if it bothers you yeah you know and it's like a lot of times it's like I think just being like it's okay if whatever it is it's okay if something doesn't doesn't rub you the right way like in the end of the day what we don't realize is People hate to admit that we always have a choice and everything's up to us because sometimes, you know, you are at a terrible job and your relationship is not going well and you think your friends hate you yeah. and then everyone's social media is so annoying. So then every day sucks. And then you say it's everyone else. It's not me. And you and then when someone tells you what well, you have a choice to change and you're like, well, fuck you. You don't know my life. Yeah, but it's the truth that because. Every day you get to choose how you want to see the rest of your day. So right. some days when I'm waking up and I'm in a bad mood and I'm, I'm choosing to continue my day to right. be angry, right. then I will then, if I'm like, and if I start having negative thoughts, and this is actual scientific research and I've discussed on my own podcast, we don't realize how, how much our thoughts affect us and create our reality. Yeah. We think, oh, they're just thoughts. They're just words. It's not just words. It's not Your words become your thoughts and your thoughts become your reality. So when I'm walking around grumpy all day mm -hmm. and I'm like, a fucking failure. Nothing's working out for me. Everyone hates me, blah, blah. Right. My brain registers that me saying everyone hates me. And your brain will try to prove statements to be correct. If you, The way you talk about yourself, your brain will want to, to validate yeah. your thoughts. Yeah. So now your brain will search to validate how everyone hates you, which is right. why then you will go on the internet and you will pay more attention suddenly yes. to everyone hating you. Yes. You will pay more attention to the girl at Starbucks giving you a quote unquote dirty look, even right. though she was like sneezing or something. Right, right. So that's when, because it's validating. And that's why it can upset us the most sometimes if I'm already in a bad mood, because I think I have no talent yeah. and I don't deserve to be here. Right. And then someone tells me she shouldn't be here. It's validating how I felt and I'm noticing it. Right. But if the next day I choose to wake up and be happy, like and someone tells me I suck, it's not even going to, you know, touch my soul because I know I don't suck. So yeah. there's no truth to this. Right. I'm just going to, you know, pass it like it's nothing. Yeah. So it just always has. And the funniest thing is when you're having a shitty day, we can't help ourselves but want to look for something to make us feel even shittier. For sure. <laughs> and and you can twist everything to be a shitty thing. Yeah. Like even if norm, like normally it wouldn't be like you can find a way to make that thing. Exactly. Nice and shitty when you're feeling down. And but, but I think that's what's so my when I started reading more about all the, the things with our mind and just how powerful it is. That's what it's. I'm still fascinated with it. And I wish more people understood how much everything's up to us, how much we literally create a reality. Because even right now in our interview, yeah, you know, we're enjoying this conversation. But if I, let's say, was feeling bad about myself yeah. and I was dealing with mommy issues that I still haven't resolved. Right. And that meant that I would think that women were trying to belittle me or something. Right. Then we would sit here and let's say I was insecure about the fact that I'm not pregnant yet. Yeah. So we would sit here and you thinking we're having a great time. That's your reality. But my reality would be, well, she's putting her hand on her stomach right now. She's rubbing in my face that she's right, pregnant. Right, right, right. And I'm not. She's trying to ruin my day. Yeah. She's doing it on purpose. She's condescending towards me. I know she wants me to feel like shit. Yeah. And then that will become my reality. Right. Because I'm so sure of it. And that is why philosophers say that we are actually the worst narrators of our own life. Right. We are approaching a new year. And if there is one thing I want to encourage my sweet circlers to do in the new year is 
go for it. Whatever you want to do, any of you who have a desire to start a brand, sell a product, post content, any dream you have, whatever it is that you're holding on to, just go for it because my life completely changed for the better when I decided to do the scary thing and put myself out there online. And I couldn't have ever even dreamed up my life turning out the way it has. And you just never know where putting yourself out there will take you in life. And today's podcast is sponsored by a service that I love that was so, so helpful when I was starting out, which is Squarespace. I feel like the hardest part for me was always the starting part and finding the confidence to just start and not be intimidated by starting. And Squarespace is very beginner friendly and easy to use. Whether you're looking to sell a product, post content, grow a brand, Squarespace is the perfect place to do so. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. They make it easy for you if you're just starting out with features like the flexible website templates that have designs for any category you can think of that you can just customize and update and it's super easy. My personal few favorite features are the video collection, the asset library, and the custom merch. Video collection allows me to organize my video content easily. The asset library lets me upload, organize, and access all my content in one place. So it's just super organized and all right there. And custom merch allows me to easily sell my merch to my beautiful audience. They just really make it so easy in general to create a beautiful website for any endeavor you're starting. So I could not recommend Squarespace more. It makes it, takes all the intimidating stuff out of it. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash circle time to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain using code circle time. And so how would you recommend to like, to someone listening who's like, <laughs> I do that yeah. every day. And like, it's a hard cycle to get out of. But like, what would you, how, like, how can you change that mindset? Cause it's not easy. Like, I feel like it's easy to say like, just think more positively. Right. But it's like, that's not just, it's not that simple. You can, it's kind of like if you're angry, you can't just be like, we'll never be angry again. Right. And then if you ever get angry, then you think, fuck, uh, shit, sorry for swearing. You, you, can, you think, you can say, fuck, oh, I messed okay. up. Yeah. But instead it's part of the process or the learning is to catch yourself. Right. That's when you know, you're growing, whether you have a toxic habit in dating or a toxic habit in life. Yeah. Well, a lot of times we think if we if we do that move again, we think, wow, all the time, all all the work I've put in myself, I obviously didn't progress. That's not true. You did because you caught yourself. Right. You noticed this time. Right. That it's happening. Yeah. And now you can choose, okay, what am I gonna do now? So right. If I get angry or having a bad day, of course, there's moments where I just can't help myself and I want to I'll respond to a rude comment. Right. But now I know I've learned, let's say if I'm in a bad mood, I know better now than to still go have plans with other people because yeah. I, I ruin everyone else's day. I don't want to do that. So now right. I'm not going to stop myself from being in a bad mood. I'm yeah. going to allow myself to feel those emotions. Right. But I'm going to do it alone. Right. So I think there's different ways where you can it's okay if you catch, if you are still more of a negative mindset, but if you catch yourself, then figure out ways to work through it. Instead yeah. of projecting, you can tell yourself, what's happening right now? Is this person actually the villain? Yeah. Or why am I actually so offended? Is she actually trying to rub it in my face right now that she's pregnant and I'm not? Or why am I feeling this way? Oh, am I? Maybe it's because I'm a little insecure about not right. being pregnant. Right. Because a lot of, nine out of 10 times, it's coming from within. Even yeah. when you think you don't like someone, yeah, it's because there's something about them yes. that you don't like about yourself. Yes, and it's you. It's always important to remind yourself that when somebody does something to hurt you, because I think, like, if it is someone you're dating, or if it's a friend, or if it's a random person that you don't even know, or if it's someone that's just saying something mean to you that could really hurt you, like, it's not true. Like, it's them projecting what they're going through onto you. Yeah. And I remember a while back during the pandemic, my sister and I, she's my best friend. During the pandemic, we were struggling in our relationship. And I obviously I kept that to myself because I keep family stuff a lot to myself. Yeah. But it was weird. We were struggling because we weren't aware of each other's love languages. Interesting. Because you think love languages are only romantic partners. For sure. But they're also your friends. Your Every family. relationship. Yeah. So no matter how much I tried to show my sister that I loved her by using words of affirmation or gifts, mm -hmm. she would call me narcissistic, selfish. Yeah. 
And I didn't understand why, because her love language was quality time. But yeah. We weren't seeing each other because of the pandemic. Right. And I remember she would start to get offended and she started saying things like, well, I would never do that. Yeah. And I had to sit down and really try to process to understand where she was coming from. Right. And I realized, right, you would never do that, but you're not me. Yeah. So that's where you and I are different. And that's when you start to realize when we get so upset at how dare this person hurt me because I would never do that. Right. Well, yeah, because you're not them and they're not you. Yeah. Those two things mean different things. And the truth is, no matter how much you'll sit there to try to figure out why your ex was so cruel or broke your heart or your friend did that selfish thing, like you're not in their head. So you will never know why someone does did what they did. All you can know is how it made you feel. Yeah. How you can heal from it and how much of them you will allow in your life. Yeah. AKA boundaries. Yeah. That's all you can do from that. But like to sit there and try to figure out why someone did something, you'll just, you'll never get it. Yeah, it's true. And, and because- Exactly. It's just they it's not about you even it's they they did it for their own thing. And it's now you can just you only have control of how you handle a situation. Yeah. Not how somebody else handled it towards. you. Yeah. Because sometimes people sometimes people don't even know why they did what they did. Right. A lot of times people just do something and they have no idea that it's they were being angry or petty or it's a you know, old trauma, whatever yeah. it is. Like yeah. people, people are so complicated and they get complicated more and more as we g they get older. Right. And I mean, the people are so complex. I don't understand people at all. I mean, and it, yeah, there's just so many like relationships and like you think about like your relationship with like an ex or something and you're like, they were all, and then, and then you think about all the stuff that they told you and you're like, well, no wonder that they were <laughs> yeah. awful. You know, right. they they were they were trying to deal with all of these things that they were going through and they were just kind of taking it out on you, which isn't fair, but it happens a lot of the time. Yeah, I think it's delusional to no matter how much you think, you know, someone people are constantly changing. Yeah. And you have to give them grace and allow them to keep changing and to have their bad days, to have their good days and to allow them to learn, because I think. For any relationship to survive, whether it's family relationship, platonic relationship, romantic. Yeah. As long as you never want to stop learning about that person. Yeah. That's how your relationship will survive. Right. And even with my own family and my own sister, we still, I still get to learn about them. Yeah. Their new quirks and things. My sister and I still sometimes, you know, I can get so hurt by my sister. And then I, now I'll stop myself and I say, did she do that on purpose? Mm -hmm. Or am I projecting? Because I think something. Right. And we still have to have those sitting down communications where, hey, this, I never expressed to you how much this would mean to me if you did this this way. Right. So, yeah, it's crazy. But you sh you never stop learning about other people. It's true. But then, like, also, there's the situation of, like, this person is just not treating you right. Right. And, like, you have to... While you have to, we kind of talked about this, but like while you have to understand why they are do like where they're coming from and why they're doing what they're doing, like if they're continually like not being a good person towards you and they're making you feel terrible about yourself, like you have to reevaluate your relationship with that person. I agree. And see if it's one that is worth working on or not. Yeah, I agree. I think with that, with that part, it can be so complicated because... One part of me completely agrees with that because, you know, I always tell everyone forgiveness, forgive people. But then I, when I say forgive people, because it brings you peace and that's what you have to forgive right. them, not for them. Because right. it doesn't mean you have to allow them in your life. Yeah. So boundaries are important. But then the other part of me, I just think now with a current generation or just how people are in general, maybe yeah. mostly people live in first world countries, it's there's something happened. I don't know how, but there's a lot of victim mentality yeah. in this world. Yeah. So in that part, sometimes I do wonder, because sometimes then people don't want to grow anymore as a person. Then they may sit and assume everyone else is a problem. Oh, right. well, this is, I don't like hearing what you're saying because you're telling me I'm doing something wrong or my person, yeah, yeah, like yeah. you want me to fix myself, then you're wrong. So yeah. it has to be a balance somewhere where if maybe, maybe something is not actually harming you. Maybe something, right. maybe, there's if everyone around you is telling you that you're doing something wrong, maybe there is some truth to it. Yeah, for sure. That's where I think it's hard for me then to figure out 
the the balance between set boundaries and yeah. remove anyone quote unquote negative from your life versus are everyone actually trying to harm you or maybe there's some truth in what they're saying and they're trying to help you grow and you're just you know putting a shell no it's not me it's everyone if it's everyone else then yeah. maybe it's you yeah I think both are both are true and both are like right. could be I think it's just it's all so situational because it just depends on how the person is talking to you what led them to want to say like hey I think this is a problem if someone's like trying to help you they're a friend like they're a friend or they're someone that you know and you trust and you love right it's all if you, it's all about figuring out people's intentions exactly but my mom did tell me, look, like I overthink it where I try to understand where everyone else is coming from constantly. Yeah. So it can definitely hurt me in a sense where I give people too many chances. But yeah. my mom always tells me, look, Violetta, life is really short. If someone doesn't make you feel good, leave them. Right. So I kind of like that too. I mean, I think it. there's a lot of truth to that where in the sense where it's like, I think there's just, I just think there's such a difference between like constructive trying to help someone grow and and like you see potential in someone and like you want to help them grow and then just kind of like tearing someone down because yeah. it's they're, they're an easy target. And like if you if you feel like someone is like not I think it's like a lot has to do with intuition. Yeah, because like you can tell when someone is like just not hearing you, not seeing you. They're just telling you what to be because they are, want they want a different version of you. Yeah. Whereas if someone like understands you and is like okay but look what you could be doing mm -hmm. it's just so different rather than someone being like i want you to be different that's true well if you can't figure it out yeah there's actually there's actually a scientific way for you to figure it out okay if someone's right for you or not okay so research shows you need five good interactions for every one bad one okay with every person yeah in order Shit, is it three or five? I think it's five. Okay, we'll go with five. Let's go with five. Hopefully we're not like... So yeah, five good ones okay. for every bad one. So yeah. if you start to notice the pattern is changing yeah, and you have, let's say now, is becoming two positive experiences before you have a conflict or something's uncomfortable. And it's all about how do you feel when you are no longer in the company of that person. Right. Do you feel more down? Do you feel more negative? Do you feel more angry? Do you yeah. And all that. So you need five good interactions for every one bad one mm -hmm. with platonic or romantic mm -hmm. relationships in order to thrive or survive. Interesting. That's the research. That's, I mean, that's a good, it's a good guideline. Yeah. I'm really into logic and trying to understand things. Which is, I think, a good way to be. Because I think a lot of times, like, when you let, like, emotions and stuff take over, it can kind of blind you from the truth. That is true. I mean, that gets to me as well. I have, I always say I have the ego of a man. <laughs> I do. That's okay. Yeah. I. But I think, I think, like, using logic and stuff is, and, like, science just makes the most sense. Even, like, with being pregnant and stuff like the books that I would choose to read are like ones that like just tell me like stats like this is what <laughs> happens if you drink this amount of people drank and this is like it not I don't like I don't when the emotions like get involved then all of a sudden it becomes like more opinion than right fact and so I feel like and those were like so I'm, that's like all I try to or like if you eat deli meat this is this amount of people who ate deli meat when they were pregnant had this, this amount of people, like, you know what I mean? And it's like, I'm like, okay, those are just the numbers. Yeah. It's just easier. It is easier. have and a it, grasp on reality that way. And it's actually also easier to listen to people when they speak facts versus opinions, because there's another research. <laughs> You're just full of it. Research. I love there's it. There's another research that shows how to be, I don't know if it's how to be a better speaker or how to have, how to get people to listen to you. Yeah. And it's if you want people to not listen to you is if you are very negative, if you talk badly about other people, if you complain a lot, mm -hmm. if you spew a lot more opinions versus facts, mm -hmm. if you speak in a very monotone way. Yeah. So it can be very boring. Mm -hmm. So those five, I think there's like seven. You can catch on a TED talk if you just Google how to get people to listen to you. Interesting. But those are some of the yeah. stats. And yeah. it, it, so even in the stats, it shows being a complainer, being super negative, talking about the other people doesn't work or when you think you're spewing facts, but it's actually opinions. Right. It makes people not want to listen to you. Right. 
Totally makes sense. So it makes sense for you wanting to be drawn more to the stats versus the opinion. You even said that yourself. Yeah. So you didn't want to listen. Yeah. To opinions. It just gets, it just becomes more emotional, I feel like, which is fine. Like it's, which is totally good. But I just think like when it comes down to certain things, like it really is just like you just want to know what's actually true and what's actually a fact and not so much like what someone feels like worked for them. I so highly dislike that. That's the hardest thing, I think, with being on the internet. Yeah. Everyone wants to let you know. Right. What worked for them. Yeah. Or if you post about something, people will get upset. Well, I don't like this because, you know, that wasn't my experience. Right. Okay. Well, (laughs) everybody's experiences in life in general is so different. And people don't realize that. Yes. And I think a lot of times when like you're sharing like this is what I did today or this is what I do for my hair or my what my skin, whatever it is, people are like, no, that stuff's actually really didn't work for me. Yeah. And it's like, okay, it's just we just have different skin types. Yeah. Like I got back on birth control and a lot of women were upset with me. Because they're like, you don't understand how bad that is for you. And I was like, it was actually really bad for me to when I wasn't right, on it. For right. me. Yeah. For my body. Right. But then there was other women that were like, hey, girly, what birth control are you using? Spill the the, the details. And I was yeah. just like, I don't want you to get on a birth control that I'm on. Right. Because it worked for my body. Exactly. Everybody is like, everybody is different. Yeah. And it's, and I, it's like, it's great. You can learn so much from like, if I'm like curious about something and someone's talking about it, I'm like, okay, that was their experience with that. But then at the same time, it's like, you might not have that same experience. Or yeah. you, you probably won't because everything yeah. is so different. It's kind of like when I watch those makeup tutorials, the 12 year olds on TikTok, yeah, like same. do professional makeup. Yeah, yeah. And then I'm like, okay, these are the products I should buy. And I buy them. Yeah. It doesn't look the same on me. Totally. I'm so upset. Yes. And then the next video the 12 year old does, new makeup. And I'm like, what right. the fuck? Right. I just bought, like, yeah. how are you already using different products? And now I'm trying to learn the different products. And again, doesn't work doesn't on my skin. Work. No. But no joke, I wouldn't figure out why some products weren't working on me. And it was because all the beauty bloggers I was watching were all dark eyes, dark hair and like Mm. darker complexion. And I didn't even realize. Yeah. Because for me, I find that more beautiful. Right. It's usually like whatever the opposite of you is what you think is beauty. Yeah. Unless I don't know. For me, it is. Yeah. I didn't realize that I needed to watch girls who looked more with my skin complexion yeah and hair and eyes in order to know that like oh darker like eyeshadows will make me look like a prostitute <laughs> so like people look like me maybe like lighter right to be softer right you know yeah i think it's um i think it totally everything is like so situational but like there's so many people sharing things online which is great like i love watching i watch everyone like i watch all of that kind of stuff oh yeah and i'm like this is great I, I don't know. It's entertaining to watch. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm, I'm, and then I try something and I'm like, okay, that's not for me. And, but, it, but it's so easy to get on, on like in a comment section and be like, nope, that's wrong. That's- My favorite thing in comment sections, like I love, I love reading comments more than I love watching the videos. Okay. But my favorite thing it's when, let's say it's like a cooking video. Yeah. And it's a video about, let's say, here is here's how I make my bean soup. Let's say it's a bean. Is a bean soup a thing? Sure. Okay. Here's how I make my bean soup. Yeah. And someone in the comments will say, "What if I'm allergic to beans? Totally. What should I try?" Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you're like, "It's a it's a bean soup. Yeah, Are yeah. you fucking kidding no, me?" Totally. Don't eat the soup. Just like, don't eat it. Or just, just do a different one. Yes. Yeah. And those comments always kill me. No, they're, they're, it's like pretty actually insane where like they'll, you'll put like oregano in something. They're like, oh, I don't like oregano. What should I do? And it's like, you don't just don't have to put it in. But it's the funniest when it's literally that soup or what else? What other soups are there? I don't know. It's like watching someone like make a steak and someone's like, I'm a vegetarian. What could I use? Yes. Yeah. Here's how I cook my steak. I'm a vegetarian. So what should I what's the substitute for that? Google yeah. it. I don't, yeah. I don't know. I'm making steak. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm not actually like salt doesn't work for me. What else can you use instead? Right. And you're like, I don't I don't know. No, I totally I'm I feel the same way. Me. Yeah. It's it's so funny, though. It really serious. is. Yeah, I know. And a lot of times it's like like if I were to show like a recipe, like I'm not a chef. Like I actually cannot give you a single other recommendation. <laughs> I'm just telling you what I put on my yeah. in in my soup. 
Yeah, I'm actually allergic to soups and to beans. What yeah, else can I try? Yeah. What's a substitute to right, that? Right, right. A, a burger? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Just something opposite? <laughs> it's so true. But it's so funny because that's like such an easy way. Like it's a, that's such a clear way to be like everybody's literally different. Like it's not, yeah. there's not one recipe for everyone. Yeah. So like you got to just like do what works for you. It's like if you were like, oh, I'm about to have a baby and someone will call like the most random call would be where do babies come from? Like the most random thing, right. like asking a question, really looking for the answer. We are like just two seconds of Google. Yeah. There's a lot of things that could be Googled. Yeah. That are just being asked into the abyss of the comment section. But it's so funny, though, because I actually now as a joke, sometimes when I see sarcastic videos, like I just saw a sarcastic video where a guy pretends to be an influencer trying to sell a beanie. Okay. So it was really funny. And he was just like, like randomly putting on the beanie. It's like, oh, it's so comfortable, all that. Yeah. So then I own those type of videos. <laughs> I like to sarcastically comment things like, what if beanies don't look good on me? What's a substitute <laughs> for that? Because it's like he's trying to sell the beanie. Right, 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 right. So now I just do that for yeah, fun. Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah, I like to do it on my free time. Yeah, I hope that you do it on one of mine. Actually, one of my recent, a while back, my recent favorite things to do okay. was to start reviewing movies since <laughs> I'm not, I wasn't, I feel like, okay. Cause first I would watch, when I was watching shows or movies, I would get so into it. Yeah. And then I go on Reddit chats yeah. to see what people are writing. Right. And I wanted to interact with them. And I remember when I was watching Love Island, mm -hmm. I Best commented yeah. my thoughts. Yeah. And then someone said, Violet Benson, what the fuck are you doing here? <laughs> I was like, well, I'm just like, yeah, you, you want to be a part of it. I just want to convert. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, oh, yeah. man, this. And because I also didn't think on a Reddit to not have my name. Totally. Because I guess everyone has like a fake name on Reddit so they can be mean. Right. But yeah. I'm just like, you know, I want right. to I say right. with my chest. Yeah. Yeah. So no. I just went as Viola Benson. Right. As you should. <laughs> as one should. Yeah. That's your name. Yeah. So <laughs> I slowly started to learn that. Like, or even on TikTok, like I don't really understand how TikTok works. And one time I remember I stopped dating this guy and I started to suddenly, there were some hate videos about him and people started to notice something they didn't like about him and it felt validating for me. Yeah. So some of the comments, I started liking them because I was like, haha, that's so true. Okay. And I was liking it. And then somebody replied to their comment. They said, Viola Benson just liked my comment. Oh, Holy no. shit, I'm yeah. such a fan. Yeah. I'm like, what is with the internet? Like, yeah. how did they know? You can't be sneaky. <laughs> Well, yeah, like, I didn't. I don't know how the internet works, so I was yeah. like, okay, I can't express myself the way I want to because right. people make it weird for me. Right. So I found an outlet, and I was like, what if I can finally just say my opinions on movies? Okay. So then I watched a movie and it sucked, and I go to Google reviews and I give it one star and I go, worst three <laughs> hours of my life. I cannot. And I was just like. Writing that review felt so free. Yeah. I'm like, this yeah. is how other people feel. Right. But as usual, I, it's almost almost adulting podcast. Yeah. So that, once I realized that, <laughs> yeah. I was like, fuck, I'm leaving negative reviews in my podcast. <laughs> it's not a good look for me. You know? So I just can't win. I feel like you should just like do videos about it. Like do, make TikToks like about a movie and just be like, this sucked. Right. You but should just start like really owning it. Oh, yeah. Instead of trying to like to like fit in like with the the crowd of people talking about it just you be the one that starts the conversation right i mean sometimes i also love giving such a wonderful review right like, i don't know the reviews no, they, they don't always about. have it's to amazing. be bad yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But the videos just seem so time consuming. It's just so much easier to i understand where the trolls are coming from. Yeah. It's easier. Yeah. To oh, just nice. well yeah, wow. One star. Justice for trolls. <laughs> Yeah. Now that you've lived the troll life it on was, movies. It was really fun for me for like a month until I'm like, okay, almost adult. I need to stop <laughs> yeah. saying everything with my you chest. You just need a fake username. I don't know why I just never do that. You got to do that. Yeah. Just, just, just for that. Just for your yeah. outlet. Yeah. Yeah. Now my outlet is just, you know, I was going to say punching my cat as a joke, but I was like, that's not funny. So boxing, my boxing, outlet, yeah. working out can be my outlet. Yeah. I love my cat so much. I'm obsessed with her. I if I could breastfeed too. my cat, I would. Oh my God. That would be so painful. I would survive. I would do it. The teeth? That's fine. They'd like be making like biscuits oh, yeah, on they... you like while they're doing it. My cat yeah. likes to lick my face every morning. My cat comes in the morning and she'll lick my hands. Aww. Like she'll like lay on my chest and like lick 
my hands and I'm like, you're so My sweet. eyebrows are microbladed, but uh-huh. she only goes to one of my eyebrows. Okay. So she's just trying to lick off just one eyebrow <laughs> yeah. of microblation. You gotta, so. be, you gotta get the other one in there, make them I know, in. I try, but then yeah. she like focuses just on this one. It's like so painful. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> like sandpaper. I do love that feel of their, their tongues. Uh, yeah, now when a dog licks me, it feels weird. I'm like, oh, yeah. too much. Yeah, saliva. I agree. Or when a man, I'm like, no, no, you're, you don't feel like my then cat. Yeah. I don't like this. No. Yeah. Only cat licks. Yeah. I for agree. Me. I agree. Yeah. We have one more thing I like to do before we say goodbye. We read a whole book. I read you a story. <laughs> okay. No, I do a little like journal time. Like when you're such a teacher. I know. And that's okay. I love it. But like you like it's just like questions for kids, like simple questions, but it's like fun to answer okay so i have a book of questions and you get to give me a date and i will give you the question from that date in this book march 3rd march 3rd oh my god i guess we can't actually do this one how do you get to school (laughs) we can't give me one more date okay february 23rd what is your favorite song wait i should have done my birthday that's okay Next what? time. I don't have a fever. So let's do my birthday. Okay. November birthday? 15th. November. Oh, yeah. It just happened. November 15th. Yes. November 15th. Here is your question. What makes you feel peaceful? What makes me feel peaceful? Yeah. Silence. That makes sense. I love my home is my peace. I yeah. like That's why I like keeping it clean. Being in my home makes me feel peaceful. And being around people that I love makes me feel at peace. That's a beautiful answer. Thank you. I love that. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for joining us. I am so happy that we got to do this and I loved having you on. Thank you so much for having me. Would you like to tell the circlers where they can find you? No. And you don't have to. (laughs) No kidding. Yeah, you can can find me. My personal Instagram, Viola Benson. If you're into memes, at daddyissues underscore. And if you're into podcasts, it's almost adulting on Instagram and every platform. And we have new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. Yay. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. I'll see you next time. Love you guys. Bye. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.